Welcome to the Alan Brazil Lockdown Winecast. Here we go. Okay, the good news is it's Sunday evening, so we'll try and get this out later. If not, it'll be out tomorrow. But the beautiful news is we have Whispering Angel 2019, a delicious rosé. I have to say, I love oat, but this one is one of my favourites, Whispering Angel. Right, in the Esclam Valley, Angels Whisper. If you drink this wine, you might even hear them. If you visit us, you might even see them. So where is the vineyard? The vineyard is beautiful, right? And I mean stunning. And it's basically between Cannes and Saint-Tropez, but it's inland, okay? So Saint-Tropez, Cannes, you probably, well, you can fly to Nice or Marseille, I would imagine. But this is a beautiful, this is Chateau d'Esclans. It's located, it's an exceptional site in elevated land uh, near the Georges de Penafort. It's 25 kilometers northwest of the ancient Roman city of Fréjus on the Mediterranean coast. And the first traces of the chateau site date back to the time of the Gauls, during which its location served as a lookout point to spot intruders, pirates, invaders coming by boat into the Gulf of Frasius. Now, the chateau cellar structure or foundation known today as the oldest in the region, housed an original chateau that was given by the Comte de Provence to Gérard de Villeneuve in 1201. The current chateau, inspired by Tuscan villa design, was built during the mid-19th century. Now, I think last year they sold like 3 million bottles just over. Can you believe it? So what is it? Now, this is a friend of mine who got us this, uh, Johnny Wheeler. Top guy, big Ipswich fan. His dad was Lane Wheeler. Now it's now called Mr. Wheeler. And Johnny delivered me, well, one or two bottles. And I'm going to try one in a moment. A dry, delicate, crisp, light in colour. Grenache Syrah in there as well. Uh, it's under 20 quid. So at the moment, there's probably a good price, 16, 17 quid. Uh, and it is, you know, it is proper. It's a proper, proper rosé. Very, very pale, bright pink that unleashes rose petal aromas. Soft summer fruit flavours abound with just the slightest hint of violets. It's crisp, it's clean, and it's fresh. Hold on, let me just try. Mwah! Beautiful. Right. So what brought me on to this? Okay, so here we go. Here's the tales. Uh, crikey, I go back to... Oh, let me go back to Spain. Back to Spain, 1982 World Cup, when just before our first game... Jock Steen was the manager, and I'm talking what a squad we had then. And a lot of the Scots listeners will know who I'm talking about. Captain Graham Souness, Dalglish the King, uh, Hansen, um, Danny McGrain, uh, Johnny Watt, John Robertson, Gordon Strachan, Archibald, myself was in there, Joe Jordan. Um, you had Willie Miller, Alex McLeish. Georgie Burley from Ipswich, uh, Frank Gray. It was it was just magical. It was absolutely magical. Some of the players in there, and um, I think it was just we, we'd been in Portugal. And we came back, and we drove down to Spain. We were based in Malaga, nineteen eighty two, and Jock said, "I've got a wee um, a wee surprise for you." And uh, we went up this hill and round a corner, up a bend. We thought, "Where are we going? We're in this coach," and all of a sudden there was a massive Scottish flag. 
a massive flag by this beautiful villa. And there he was, Rod Stewart. So, Rod, there he was with a pair of the skimpiest tartan. I don't know what they're called. <laughs> they were tiny, by the way. And uh, there he was, and uh, he invited us all in for a drink. I've got a great picture in my flat uh, with the likes of Asa Hartford, John Robertson, Big Alex, Alan Ruff, the keeper, of course, and uh, Rod. And I'll never forget that. And I've got to know Rod really, really well now. Now, whether he's an angel fan, I don't know. Maybe it's just Robbie Williams with his angels, but... Uh, Rod, top man, and uh, he really looked after us. And I've got to really know him very, very well. In fact, just a few months ago, I was down in Marbella, and um, I didn't realise he was playing, and I got a little text, and I phoned him. And I'd been down this beautiful part between Estepona and old Marbella town, or between Estepona and Porta Benus. And um, Rod invited me to dinner that night in the Marbella club. But we were having a beautiful time, me and the wife. And we were down this Laguna Beach, and there I was on Whispering Angel. And do you know what? The maid was lapping onto the beach. She had a wee paddle. She loves the sea. And I just sat there looking around, palm trees swaying. It was stunning. And I just kept getting a little bit more ice to just chill the Whispering Angel. And do you know what? If it wasn't for Rod, I wouldn't have gone anywhere, let me tell you. We went up to the Marbella Club, and we had a fantastic uh, evening. Really was beautiful. He loves it there. And he was playing a concert the following night, but I didn't go, to be honest, because it was difficult to get there. You needed a drive and get back, so I was gutted, to be honest. But he was there with them three of his band, Ricky, his big mate from Aberdeen was there, and he was fantastic company, I promise you. He really was. And I've been very lucky. I've flown up with Rod in his private jet from Stansted up to Celtic, Celtic Rangers games. And I was a little bit disappointed, to be honest, because people who don't know Rod, some you know, some pop stars, when you chat to them about football and they say, I support this team, I support that team. When they, when do they? Do they really? But let me tell you, he does. I've actually stayed at Rod's house where he flies the Celtic flag. And I was, I was dismayed a few months ago when some of the Celtic uh, supporters took a banner to they weren't happy with Rod because he'd got his knighthood and he you know he kneeled to the um, Prince Charles or the I can't remember who it was but it really because let me tell you and if if they happen to be listening to this podcast or you were at that game at Parkhead then you, this man's knowledge of Celtic is unbelievable. It's not It's not a front. It is unbelievable. But anyway, it disappointed me. But Rod, for me, he's doing a fantastic thing on Chris Evans' radio, um, of course, Virgin Radio. Um, I think this, this week coming, they've raised half a million already for the NHS. And this week coming, Rod, you want to see what he's, he's, he's given to Chris to auction off in the silent auction. And the only reason why I know this, the friends of mine are doing the auction and they're taking no, no percentage whatsoever. These auction houses take 10% sometimes. But he's put in some pictures, some clothes he wore on stage, a Celtic top that was given to them by the Lisbon Lions. So please, how dare you? Give Rod stick if you're a Celtic fan. Please don't, because he loves that club. So back to the wine. And um, I'm very, very lucky because cause my one of my daughters is married to a lovely family. And uh, Dino's father's uh, from Athens, Athenian. And he has built the two most beautiful villas on a tiny wee island between uh, Mykonos, okay, so, which is known as the Windy Isle, 
and Santorini, which is beautiful, very, very expensive, but it's stunning. And uh, I'm talking about this tiny wee island called Paros. And as we're all in lockdown at the moment, it, they tell me Paros has no cases of corona at all. It's a tiny little island. We go every year, and it's stunning, stunning, stunning. And opposite Paros, there's an even smaller island. They call it Antiparos. And we're down in the Cyclades Isles, right down in the south, and I mean way in the southern part. Uh, and it's stunning, stunning, stunning. And the views in the morning, you wake up and you just slip out onto the patio and there's three fishing boats pulling the nets in from the night. You know, they've been fishing all night and it is so peaceful, you cannot believe. You get the odd dolphin come up and down and it's stunning, stunning, stunning. So anyway, we took we took the little ferry. You put your car on the ferry and it's literally a five-minute crossing to Antiparos. Now, rumour has it, uh, Madonna and George Michael uh, have places over there or did have places over there because it's right in the middle of nowhere. But it's stunning. And uh, we took the a little drive down the island, which doesn't take long, and I found that the beach, is it the beach house? I think it's the beach house or the beach club. I think it's the beach house, a little restaurant. And to be fair, and to be honest to our Greek friends who are listening, your wine uh, is okay. And I'm all for, you know, when in Rome, do as the Romans do, and when in Greece, try and find some different other wine. I'm sorry, I can't do it. Retsina, uh-oh, no. So I couldn't believe it. We're going to this, um, this beach house, and they've only got Whispering Angel. I can't believe it. We'll have a bit of that. And I just looked at the wife and said, sorry, Jill, you're driving. And it was a five-minute drive from the other side. You got off the ferry, five-minute drive. And we sat there, and I've got the most beautiful picture. I've got a Panama on my shorts with a glass of Whispering Angel. And I've got a book coming out in the next few months, and that will be, that picture is one of my favourites, will be in the book. So Whispering Angel, it just seems to... Um, turn up when not when I'm in despair, but when I'm having a beautiful time, and suddenly, right, and when it's really hot, 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 this is gorgeous uh, with a little bit of ice or chilled, maybe not too much ice, but chill it. And it's beautiful, it's not too strong, it's 13 and a half, so it's not a lightweight, right? And it's under 20 quid. Uh, Mr. Wheeler, you can get it from. I'm going to use a lot of my contacts, a lot of my friends in the trade on the Essex Suffolk border, but don't forget, this is sold over 3 million bottles, so it is a bit special. And I'm going to make an effort to get down there uh, to the vineyards. I really am. I keep wanting to do champagne. And um, funny enough, Johnny Wheeler, who's the boss, his wife, they have, uh, we're going to talk about it probably next week. And um, they have their own champagne vineyard in Champagne, of course. And we're going to talk about that as well. So it's not crazy price money. It's not, you know, if you go in a restaurant, yeah, I might have to pay. If you go down to Marbella or something, you'll pay 50 quid, maybe more. I remember down in, um, where was a beautiful part of the world? Down near, um, oh, where was it? Cap Ferrat? So I was down between Monaco and um, Cannes and Nice. In fact, between, yeah, between Nice, Cannes and Monaco. And there's a hotel there, the Grand Hotel. And it's uh, a grand to sneeze down there, I swear to you. But it's the most beautiful hotel. I mean, stunning. She'll pay a lot more there, but not from Mr. Wheeler, okay? Um, so uh, it's a beautiful wine. Uh, what we're doing this weekend, I don't know how you're feeling, but it looks, it is, it looks, I just checked my news, and it looks as if things are beginning to slightly ease up and get a bit better. So I'm delighted about that. I was also back to Spain, just one last one, down to, down to Spain. 
And there's a beautiful, um, if, if you go down there and you, you don't like the hustle and bustle of Porto Benus, if you've had enough of Marbella and you don't want to go as far as Esopona, there's a beautiful, beautiful hotel and a beach club there. It's called Padira Hotel, Padiera or Padira. depends how you pronounce it. I think it's the only five star down there, maybe even six star, Padira. And I went there, and then I was been to London, the sports bar and grills, one in Canary Wharf. There's a beauty in St. Catherine's Dock, or right next to now. That's Crazy Dave, the Welshman. He's my pal. And we went with a lunch down there, and out came the Whispering Angel as well. A friend of mine, Jamie, uh, also, a lot of the footballers you'll know um, get got involved in um, it's, a, it's a sort of beach bar and a restaurant La Sala and um, there's one or two in fact they still are and there's an ex there's a real good friend of mine um, who's a football agent and he keeps inviting me down and I went down there with Palamine Jamie from Essex and we sat there it's not my cup of tea the actual beach bar because it's like um, Love Island do you know what I mean? You've got, you know, Mr. Hulk walking about with a six-pack. And um, you've got all these birds with everything hanging out. And it's not really me, to be honest. But once again, the angel on my shoulder came to my rescue. And I sat there, chilled. I just forgot about what was around me and just sat back, listened to a bit of Spanish guitar and chilled with the angel. I hope you enjoy it. <laughs> 